stopping by. Now part two of my special interview with Ted Nugent. We go from music to the state of the United States of America. He's got a lot to say. Michael Anthony on bass and his vocals. Alex Van Halen on drums and the incredible David Lee Roth doing what right. he does up front with his jazz-inspired unbelievable vocal performances. He might not have been the greatest singer in the world, but I think he might have been the greatest vocalist in the world. And then yeah. with Emmy Hager, he, he kicked it in the ass even to a higher degree. But yes, Eddie Van Halen was a savant on the on the guitar as a musical adventurer, but it was the band that propelled those songs. And to this day, God rest Eddie's soul, but that music will live forever. And I think yes. what we're talking about here, it's important to note that Jason Hartless on drums goes berserk getting the tones right on the bass, right. the snare, and the toms, and the cymbals. Every tone, Johnny Big on bass guitar, he scrutinizes those speakers, and he finds out that little moment on the speaker where we want a microphone and the direct cable so that it sounds like this sounds like a a, a, a Richter scale bass yes. guitar. And with my guitar, my Gibson Birdlands through my array of amplifiers, I, I have a, a wall of amps down here. This is the uh, Ted Nugent uh, Man Cave Cuckoo's Nest Arsenal of <laughs> Democracy. And I test amplifiers every day to get the most vibrant, rich, greasy, barbecue infested, centrally stimulating, fat, big, authoritative guitar tone, and I got that from Jim McCarty and from Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley. Those guys invented those tones, but it's the sound of those instruments that deliver it. When you got all this digital stuff and and sampling, it's not the same as Buddy Rich doing a drum solo where every, right. every hit on every drum is different and it has its own voice. And by the way, in my circle of musical friends, that is alive and well. You got to see the band Night Ranger. Jack Blades, one of my damn Yankees. Night Ranger's on tour all the time. So is Styx. Unbelievable musicianship, work ethic, and crescendo reaching, fire breathing musical authoritation. Uh, these Night Ranger, one of the best bands in the world. I hope we can bring the emotion back like that because it, music is supposed to move you. You're right. Taylor Swift is worth a billion dollars. Yeah. But it's music that, I listen, I can't name any other song except Shake It Off. I don't know anything else she's done. It's all about her ex-boyfriend. So, I mean, it's not something that's going to grab the heart and soul of the music. Somebody shows up and is a, 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 a Ted Nugent at 20 years old right now. They're going to dominate it because they're going to bring back emotion. People are going to say, wow, I feel something with that music. Ted, you turned 75 last week, and God bless you. You look like you're about 40. Um, what, would you, what would you say to 20-year-old Ted Nugent? Anything? Um, nice job, young man. Stay <laughs> Keep that middle finger on fire, Mr. Nugent. You're doing a great job. In fact, young Ted... You're doing God's work with a musical authority. We love you, you little man, little monkey. <laughs> well, so that's not quite the advice I thought you'd give, but that's a, that's an amazing uh, bit of advice. So, um, <laughs> in looking in looking at your path through the years, any trepidation to the fact that you did get political, that you did start saying this is what I think? Were you always the guy that said what you thought, but nobody ever covered it? They just started covering it at some point because I get the feeling that if if you and I are in a band together and we disagree politically, I think you would have told me. And, and and I think that's okay to do. Did they hide that for a long time, or did you open up about it at some point in your life? You know, that that's a very important question in 2023 as uh, America is strangled by a freak in the White House, and our government is intentionally flushing this great nation down the toilet. Let me summarize my answer thusly. Joe and everybody celebrating the truth, logic, and common sense from Joe Paggs and Ted Nugent, the worst human that walks the earth is an American 
that dares say, I'm not into politics. Well, you did this by not voting and demanding constitutional accountability from your elected employees or having anything to do with with electing constitutional employees. You put this devil, Joe Biden and his criminal gang in charge of our country that has ruined everything. So an American that doesn't vote, why don't you just take a dump on a flag draped coffin instead of thanking that military hero for fighting for our constitution. The worst person in the world is a non-participatory, we the people American. Shame on you out there. So you've always been this guy. Yeah, this isn't yeah, something. This, really well, 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 this well, because well, you're not, if you're not pissing off a fool, right. you're a fool. Well, well, let me say this, and I think I've told you this before. When I was 10, I tuned my guitar so I didn't have to really play. All I had to play was like bar chords. I didn't even tune the guitar right, but I made it because I wanted to play Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah. So I've always, I've always known of Ted Nugent, the performer, the guitar guy, the guy that was diving off of his amplifiers in concert. When I became a news anchor, and, and we eventually went to Lansing in 1997, I, I realized that there were stories Ted Nugent looking at possibly running for governor. Ted Nugent is is out speaking about uh, about um, you know conservatism when it comes to the deer herd, um, and I was like, wow, he's the this guy too and then when you and i finally met in 1999 or 2000 we hit it off very quickly but i didn't realize as the kid listening to you play guitar that you were also this guy so i guess i'm wondering in the early you know uh, the early form of ted nugent arriving in the 70s like really arriving like big time um were you still this guy who felt this way about america who felt this way about conservative uh, conservative politics and loving the flag well Two important points. I graduated from the American anti-education world. Um, So when I graduated in 1967, I was the poster boy for clueless. I didn't know anything (laughs) about anything. So I I was a mushy-brained repository of information. And the second part to my answer is, is that I was attacked in the music world for carrying a gun and eating venison. Well, let me tell everybody what I've said for the last 60 years. Carrying a gun and defending my gift of life from God is perfect. It's essential. It's the most pure instinct in the world. I was attacked for living a pure natural instinct. And eating venison is also one of the most pure, perfect things a human being can do. And as we balance the herd and indulge in the healthiest diet on the planet, the healthiest lifestyle, hunting, fishing, trapping. I was attacked for the things that I knew instinctively were perfect. Carrying a gun, keeping and bearing arms, defending my gift, especially in a world of engineered recidivism, and eating venison, the healthiest protein on the planet, are two perfect things. And I was attacked for those things. So even a mushy brain graduate of the anti-education system instinctively knew that the people attacking me for self-defense and people attacking me for conservation were idiots. And I made no I made no bones about spotlighting idiots and cockroaches, which is why an industry that is infested with idiots and cockroaches, why they turned on me. But you know what? There's a lot of conservatives out there in the music industry that came to my assistance, and they continue to book me thanks to Dennis Arfa and Adam Kona and Doug Banker and Linda Peterson. I was surrounded by 
God, family, country, constitution, bill of rights, Ten Commandments, golden rule, work ethic, law and order, good over evil, self-defense, First Amendment rights. Boy, that's some radical stuff, isn't it? Anyhow, (laughs) all the things I stand for, Joe, are perfect. People that are against me, like Whoopi Cushion Goldberg and Michael Moore that's still you know, struggling for hygiene, the people that hate me are the <laughs> lowest scum that ever slithered out of a snake pit. The best people in the world I heard from today, from Delta Force, from Marcus Luttrell, nice. from Navy SEALs, and from families with terminally ill children who want me to speak to their dying daughter, the best people in the world love me if yeah. you hate me you're scum <laughs> yeah no, i i couldn't agree more and and thank god you know uh, we're all mushy brained i think coming out of the educational system and then we realize either you love the country or you hate the country and you've proven that you love the country your entire life as long as i've known of you anyway and, and i love that you're bold about standing up for it why, why do you think the left is so successful at pretending aborting a child is women's rights or women's reproductive rights why, why do they act like getting rid of ar-15s is somehow going to save children's lives in school well why, why, why do they get away with you can protest if you love Hamas down down the street in New York, but you can't protest if you're against you know the possibility of stealing elections. Why why are they so successful with the message, Ted? Because conservatives, by design and choice, are loving, caring, and willing to compromise to assist others with their choices in life and quality of life, even to the point of making the error of tolerating clear and present evil. And again, if you want an abortion, but the entire left, the entire Democrat Party, what Joe Biden represents is the celebration of killing a a fully developed baby and selling their body parts financed by good Americans who work hard and pay taxes. When Gavin Newsom signed the law that you could kill a baby, a nine-month delivered child you could kill that child gavin newsom got a standing ovation and conservatives have been compromising forever and here's the self-inflicted curse joe everybody says well politics is the art of compromise oh no it's not compromise is the art of liberalism and here we have joe biden this monster criminal punk who thinks he's the president an open border inviting and rewarding jihadists to kill Americans. If people would like to debate me on this, go, oh, Nugent's a conspiracy theorist. The footage is there. The testimony is there from Nigerians and Sudanese jihadists coming across our open border that will kill us. And Dick Durbin of Illinois is going to pass a law that jihadists from Somalia can become military American military and American law enforcement so that they will obey a command to kill Americans. And all I can say to you punks coming across the border, bring it. For for those who are watching and listening, Dick Durbin literally said that on the Senate floor. He said that we need to support this move to make (laughs) illegal aliens join the military or allow them to join the military and become police officers. Let's hand them military weaponry and we have no way to vet them. This isn't, you know, you make you making this up or starting trouble. These people are literally saying it out loud now, Ted. Yeah. So uh, do me a favor and predict next November. What is going to happen? I don't personally think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee for the Democrats. It's a sure loss for them if he is. What is going to happen? Well, first of all, I don't think that's Joe Biden. Um, but whoever or whatever that is, 
um, whatever type of rodent, uh, you know, snake that that is that's infesting our White House right now. A lot of people go, well, you should respect the office. Yeah, if they earn it. I I respect people who earn respect. Our government deserves no respect. I respect no bureaucracy. I respect no bureaucrats. I I respect nothing of the criminal, corrupt, horrible, treasonous, anti-American goons that run our country right now. That being said, I'm not going to predict uh, what happens in November of 2024, but I'm going to pray that Donald Trump once again becomes the commander in chief so that we can have energy dominance, secure borders, get us out of tax raping contracts with global terrorists and people who pollute the environment while the American taxpayer pays their fines and pays them to build more coal plants while we lie about electric vehicles and wind turbines and solar panels. I predict that we the people finally got our head out of our ass and are protesting pornography in third grade curriculums and are standing up against the criminal corrupt gangsters that run our country right now and that Donald Trump is the only guy that has proven he can bring back America to God, family, country, work ethic, law and order, the Constitution, and good over evil. I pray, and I would like to predict, but at least I pray every day, along with my family and friends, everybody I know, that Donald Trump is so hated by the enemies of America that that's all the proof you need to know that he's the right man to come back as commander-in-chief. That's what I pray for, and in my own hope, I predict. I could not have said it better myself. It's Ted Nugent, a rock and roll legend. Go to tednugent.com. Follow him everywhere. Read every book he writes. Get every. If you can see him in concert, go and see him in concert, because yeah. you're crazy if you don't. Ted, I've got maybe a minute left. Can you play us out? Can you give us about a minute's worth of Ted Nugent? Just, yeah. just rip it on the guitar? Right. I, I want to lighten things up a little bit before we go. <laughs> well, bottom line, thank you, Joe, and thanks, everybody, for all these years of support. I've had such a wonderful American dream, rhythm and blues, rock and roll career. Thanks to all the musicians and all the music lovers. But I'll play my Gibson Birdland that the Gibson Custom Shop made for my 60th birthday 15 Beautiful. years ago. Amazing. Just simply amazing. It's been a pleasure being your friend for all these years. It's an honor to have you on the program as always. I, I, I love what you do. I love your family. And, and Ted, just keep on speaking out. I don't care what people say. Uh, they need to hear the truth. They're, they're being inundated with lies right now. And not only the truth through what you say, but the truth of your music hopefully will revitalize the music industry as well. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, brother. Well, back at you, Joe, and thanks for standing up for truth, logic, and common sense. And I hope everybody joins Shemaine Nugent at Real America's Voice, Faith and Freedom. And I have a Real America's Voice spirit campfire. And uh, the the independent middle finger never goes to sleep, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas and happy 2024. Merry Christmas, my brother. Thank you so much. And we're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. 
I appreciate you stopping by. Carrie, you ever been to a Ted Nugent concert? I have not. You're going to need to do that. The guy's 75. Go, go to a concert, would you please? Yeah, that'd be, be kind of cool. Now, when I you go to that. a Bon Jovi concert, I'm not making fun of John Bon Jovi, you know, he's a doofus. I'm not making fun of him. Mm-hmm. When you go there, do you feel it in your heart? Yeah, does it, does, it, does it shake your whole body? I mean, uh, physically shake you. It does, yes. Yeah, every time. Every ah, I love time. Him buying that. No matter what, how old I am. So. That's true. That's true. Cowboy. See, and now you were making fun of him, actually. No, I'm just saying. Actually, you sounded better than him just there. You did. But, but. <laughs> um, when, when you're at the, when they play the rhythm section at a Ted Nugent concert, you feel like you might be dying. <laughs> I bet. That's and probably at the, maybe a and at the same time, yeah. it's the greatest feeling ever. It's, it's very strange. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what on earth is going on to my body right now? When this you, is weird. When you walk out, like, are your ears ringing? Can you not really hear? You really can. All that great, yeah. But but most yeah. of the music that you're taking in, you're taking it in like through your skin. Mm-hmm. It's almost not even hearing it. It's like <laughs> it's just going feeling into it. your pores. Like, what the yeah. hell just happened here? <laughs> yeah, that's a concert. Yeah, like and that, that happens with Bon Jovi. It does. Yes. Yes, it does. Stop. I'm a cowboy. Again, that's terrible. Nailed it. No, you did not. Oh, Mm -hmm. hold on. Not at all. Sam Boris in the line wants to talk to me. (laughs) He wants you to sing with him. Hey, Joe, come and sing and play sax with me. Okay. The band back together. It is is the Joe Pag Show. Another big hour coming your way. We'll have Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott next hour. Going to break down what's going on in Israel. What do you think should happen? Break down what's going on in, in Ukraine. What do you think should happen? We've got a lot more coming your way. That's for sure. We've also got more, more um, denigration of Trump. The whole, I had it last night. I just had it. The whole denigration of Trump calling him Hitler. I just, I'm done. Because the only party in this country that has similarities and characteristics to Hitler is the Democrat Party. And I can prove that through example. Yet if you call Trump Hitler, suddenly he is or something. It's weird. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, Another big hour coming your way. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.